Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's 4 o'clock on the number one sports talk show for your drive home. I mean, you know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. This is Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hope you're having a great day. It's Dukes and Bell. One of the things we've been talking about today is that disgraceful performance last night by our Atlanta Hawks. Uh, you hmm. lose by, was it 23, Mike? 23 last that's night? That's right, Carl. 23 to a team that's worse than you, missing their star player. Yes, we were missing some front court. It was Bob Rathbull said, boy, we're just, shots are just not dropping, Nick. Whether we left early for the break. Well, I think that's probably it. And uh, and they played their uh, their traditional Hawks uh, gritty defense, which is to say they played none. Well, it was uh, it, it was a piss poor effort, plain and simple. And I, I just feel like, you know, that's one of those things that you watch as a fan and you go, wait a minute, this is what we're gonna do. Right. This is how we're showing up before the break when you know all of these games matter and. You know, you could tell me they checked out. They don't. They hadn't deserved the right to check out. They hadn't played that well to be able to check out. So I, I, I hear coach. I said this earlier. My God bless him. I just, I might have not did a press conference last night. I might have went in on these guys and said, I'll right. see you after the break. No, I mean every every Quinn Snyder interview now looks like a like a hostage video. Like he's just miserable <laughs> and it's you <laughs> proof know. of life. Yeah, it's like we we'll have to play defense and we're not. You know. No, because he basically he's calling out the intensity. And the look, that's he hustle. He is. So I mean, like it's one thing if you, I, if you squeezed out some modicum of defense with the other with the scoring when they were healthy, this team should be able to be the eighth or seventh or sixth. But they never, they never do it. So it just the same crap that Nate went through. They're going through now with Quinn. Nothing. Changes. We just need to compete more. Wow. Doesn't that sound awkwardly yes. familiar? Yes. Doesn't it? And I mean, look, the one thing I think most fans appreciate is is the effort. You know, and. I don't want to sound, you know, like the like the typical, you know, like I, I actually, well, typical me. I've said this before on the radio in, in, in previous years. I mean, sometimes you feel like the NBA guys don't give a crap until the All-Star break, and then they kick it into gear. <laughs> and, and as you said, we haven't built that kind of equity with the fans as far as trust or any kind of benefit of the doubt to be doing that at this point. No, zero. Uh, because we are not atop the Eastern Conference. I mean, hell, we're in the 10th mm. spot. We've only right. won 24 games this year. Right. I mean, the Celtics have almost won double the amount of games in this in this you know this first part of the season. I mean, come on! I just I don't know, man. I I don't know what's what it's going to take a kick in the butt, whatever it's going to take. Uh, mm. The team is on the floor, you know. They're not going to trade for anybody. Nobody else is coming in here. But what you've got is good enough 
to win. And it's certainly better than what we saw last night. So we'll spend some more time on that. Hey, this hour is brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Coming up, you're also going to get a chance to hear Double A Alex Anthopoulos, Braves general manager on the Steakhouse today, talking about spring training. And, Mike, we played this soundbite yesterday, uh, Turtle. Before we talk some college football, let's play this again because we got into it uh, yesterday. And, and when Turtle originally asked, I said, oh, I'm on the fence. And I was being, you know, like, right. eh. And then we started talking about it, and the more and more I got upset about it, if you're going to talk the talk, walk it. Like, if you're going to be the guy, and this is not directed at A.J. Minter, I love him, but I think if you are going to be the team that's like, yes, we're a World Series team, and we challenge everybody, and we're going to take on all comers, and then you've got to back that up with across the board in every aspect, not just pitching and hitting and fielding. When guys get thrown at or a team tries to intimidate you, you've got to stand up. And so it bothered me from the standpoint of, yes, he's right, but we haven't acted this way as a team. We haven't acted. The attitude hasn't been, hey, we're the guys to beat. So, anyways, this is A.J. Minter talking about the World Series. We hold ourselves to a different standard than most organizations, and that's what separates us. And um, I think we need to get everyone focused coming to spring training. Like, hey, this is this is you know World Series bus. So um, it's going to be another fun year for sure. Right. It is going to be another fun year. We've got a great club, guys. We do. And you'll hear Double A talk about the pitching and all the things hey, coming up. But yeah, I, man, I like I, it. I love I love the fact that you know I mean I I think a little swagger and a little badassery is not a bad thing because everyone loved Jock Peterson and again you as you and I were, I, I spent some time on it you and me in the six o'clock hour yesterday you can't quantify it it doesn't show up on a stat sheet no. it's just it's a mindset and the Phillies had it the last few years and we looked so we just literally like timid little eh you know oh no yeah I said you ran like a jackass. I said it, and Orlando or and those guys shouldn't have to apologize for anything last year. And it just it created this momentum for Philly. It turned into like a rallying cry up there. It was insane. It did, and it bothered me because I think it gave them momentum, and it took momentum away from us. It, it, it allowed them to get the upper hand. And then out. Bryce Elder gets shellacked, and it was like game over, man, yes. right? Game over. Game over. Yeah, and, and we didn't hit. But, yeah, I, I'm just talking about from a mental aspect. Right. That is the, the advantage that the Phillies got on us. All right, guys, coming up double A right now. Let's talk some dogs. Dukes and Bell on the sidelines with the dogs. All right, um, as good as Georgia is, they should never be 47th in any category whatsoever. I don't mm-hmm. care what it is. And so, as Turtle and I and Mike were talking about this today, that the Bulldogs rank 47th in returning per production expected, uh, but they're still number one in the rankings. So, you know, Mike and I both went, oh, what is this crap? Right. Georgia ranks 47th in returning production. Um, and you're going to say, okay, wait a minute. Isn't Carson Beck coming back? Yes, he is. He threw for 3,900 yards, 24 touchdowns. You say, well, wait a minute. Uh, isn't the offensive line pretty It is. Don't they have uh, Oscar Delp coming back? Uh, I know they're losing a, a first-round pick on a tight end, but they got a capable guy. Yes, they do. Like, when I hear this, Mike, I'm going, who's putting this together? 47th in returning production? What are we talking about here? Yeah, when I, 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 we do our conference call at 11, and I was at the gym when Turtle were talking about this, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that's a bunch of blop, blop. I mean, Okay, so I, what would I would love to have seen what these numbers and again these stupid everybody I mean they got nothing better to do than come up with crap, you know between now and when football season starts. So what would Georgia have been when the defense came on when they beat Alabama for the first national championship under Kirby, you know and and, and when, when the, and then the next group of young players whether it was freshmen sophomore or whatever red shirt juniors then they came up and stepped in. So you're telling me, so oh, so Georgia, who has five-star after freaking five-star in the number one recruiting class, so 
that, that you're t- oh, these guys are going to be busts? It's the stupidest thing. Wah, 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 yes. Wah, wah. I mean, I'm sorry. We didn't, they didn't need to get in the transfer portal because his team looks pretty freaking good. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're not going to win it every year. I mean, this was like the year that Kansas City didn't look like they were going to win it until they got it cooking. Of course, the NFL is different than college where you only have one or two screw-ups and you're out. But Kirby's defense just wasn't as good. Their defensive line wasn't as good. You know, their game plan against Alabama wasn't as good as Michigan's, but they're still a freaking great team. You know, and, and even with guys going to the league. By the way, I think Michigan's got a record 16 guys going to the combine as invites. Yeah. They, they may eclipse Georgia's record of who all gets drafted. We'll have to wait and see on that. And certainly, yeah, Mich- but now Michigan's – I'd love to know what Michigan is. I mean, right. if, they're, if they're better than Georgia, then whoever made this is a, is a waste of our time. No doubt about it. Mike, as we were talking earlier today, as we talked some college football, um, Georgia State, Sean Elliott set to take an assistant coaching position at South Carolina – um, you can do whatever you want to do. Uh, Coach Elliott, I know he listens to this program, Mike, and uh, we wish him nothing but the best, but I'll say this. The timing of this is awkward, to say the least. That's yeah. the thing that bothers me. Now, we saw Chip Kelly. Like, he knows he's kind of dead man walking at UCLA, so he takes a great opportunity and goes to Ohio State and gets paid a nice, you know, King's Ransom to be the OC. I still don't understand Bill O'Brien's motivation. I guess he wants to be the man, so he goes to BC. But this is just strange. This is almost – I hate for some Georgia State fans, it sends the message of this is a waste of time because, I mean, personal family things. Yes, he's, he's got a tie to South Carolina, but you know, to be at two days in and they actually just stopped – they've just – right, they just froze their, their – their, I know it's early for spring practice, but the Panthers uh, were already practicing their spring stuff, and all of a sudden the coach comes out of the blue with this. Unless you had an agreement with the athletic director that you've got a guy in your staff that's going to take over, which I don't, I'm not reading that. I'm not either. So it just it looks weird because he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that would flippantly just go up, adios. Yeah, I, the, and, and the reason the timing for me, guys, is again, um, if you're trying to set up a coach on your staff to get this job, which he may be, um, if you really wanted to leave and you knew this was in your heart, you do it right after the season. Right. And you give Georgia State as a, as a university a chance to get the guy they want. You give the kids a chance to decide whether they want to be there. He's been the coach since 2017. Panthers are 41-44 and 44 in his time at the school. They've gone to five bowl games in seven seasons, uh, including 7-6 and six in 2023, and they won the Potato Bowl at the end of the season. So if bowling, which, again, um, is still relevant for a lot of these coaches to stay employed, Mike, and winning mm-hmm. six games or more. Right. You know, Sean Elliott did a lot of that. But did he take the program to the next level? Uh, are they where they should be? And, and why leave at this juncture uh, versus leaving right after the season? So, yeah, and, and I know I said it to you a couple of years ago. You got to tour the facilities, and I just I, – I know that everybody wants to be relevant. They want to have, you know, if you went to Georgia State, you want to be considered, look, it's a great school. You get a great master's degree, everything that goes on at Georgia State. There's thousands of folks that listen to our show went to Georgia State. But is it the right time to be in the football business? You know, and investing those kind of resources, knowing that, man, we are heading one way or another in the next 10 years to some kind of power thing where you're going to be playing for table scraps and TV table scraps, right? And, yeah. and, and viability, and, and, and let's be honest, it's going to go out the window for a number of these smaller schools that, that live on those big paydays. Like, as you mentioned, going up to Tennessee and knocking off the Giants and things like that. So here's another interesting story just uh, in college football, and, and it has to do with the Pac-12 because they're done, okay? But you've got now Washington State's president, his name's Kirk Schultz, will formally present a proposal, Mike, to college football playoff leaders in a meeting next week that requests the Pac-12 be treated as a power conference in both revenue and voting rights for the future. Good luck with that. How? 
Houseway. You don't have a conference. Yeah. yeah. Well, aren't, they, aren't they cobbling together? They're trying to cobble something together with like the uh, the Mountain West in the future. Isn't that, isn't that the plan? Yeah. But that's that's all. But that's all. That's all directional schools and small schools like Fresno State and yes. San Jose State. All that's not big time football. Yeah. Houseway. Schultz. Schultz is the president of Washington State. He said uh, that he's going to pitch this to the C- CFP board of managers. And, um, you know, that the Pac-12 needs to still be looked at. I'm like, still, there is no Pac-12. I don't know. Who? What? I mean, are there colleges playing football in Western Canada you can add? Because I don't know where else you're going for this, man. (laughs) Nike. Google. Mike, Mike, it has two members. I mean, mean, they've uh, generated $6 million payments for 2024 and 2025. As a Florida State fan, I more than happily give Cal and Stanford back. We don't the ACC. I mean, I don't even. It makes no freaking sense. I mean, ooh, ACC. Now how exciting! You know, the only thing that's got going forward is you know, Clemson and Florida State fans can go to Napa Valley, right, and make a nice weekend out oh, of it. That's, that's about true. it. Yeah, you yeah. That, that might be the only reason. And, why and, and you know, a nice seven thousand dollar flight out there for that one. You know? <laughs> hey, man, coming up, Double A, Alex Anthopoulos. You'll hear what he had to say on the Steakhouse about our Braves. Spring- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Training is underway. Stay right there. It's Dukes and Bell. It is Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Coming up, you're going to hear from our special teams coordinator, Marquise Williams, uh, at 5 o'clock. You'll hear all the things he had to say to Mike and I yesterday at Flowery Branch. Very good stuff, by the way, in regards to uh, special teams and the role that he plays and uh, how our special teams can certainly improve. Right, and, and talked about some of the things that you know we, we were concerned with last year, like the field position, because some of those awful returns, it just kind of jammed us up. Yeah, uh, and I'm hoping our special teams is better. Marquise is on the way at 5 o'clock. Mike's got some guy talk here in about 15 minutes. But right now, let you uh, let us let you hear Double A, Alex Anthopoulos, Braves general manager who stopped by the steakhouse. Pitchers and catchers have reported 
Spring training is underway, and uh, Stakey asked him first and foremost what his next few weeks are going to look like now that uh, the, the season and spring training has underway. I would say uh, people ask all the time, like, what's your schedule like? And, you know, they figure everyone thinks during the season you're the busiest because you're playing games all the time. And, yeah, of course, you're playing games, but, you know, there's not as much administrative issue. Like, the, you know, when we're – and it's, obviously it's not a nine-to-five. It's a, it's, a day, it's, a, it's a quality of life. It's, it's, it's your job is your life in a lot of ways because it's constant. But the busiest time is the off-season because there's so much to do. There's a ton of administrative stuff, obviously contracts, but budgets, all kinds of stuff. But you're slammed come November because there's just so much going on between staffing, players, rosters, scouting, development, all of it. So it's really crazy. You get to spring training and, like, for the most part, the work is done. You have stuff you're doing day-to-day and you're building relationships and all that kind of stuff. So um, if there's a little bit of Groundhog Day to it and uh, you don't want to take it for granted, but – no, the work is really for Snit and the coaches and, and the players. Um, I'm almost there in a little bit for some of the quality control stuff, just, hey, let's kind of keeping everybody informed of what we're dealing with, some administrative stuff. You know, I'm aware of what we're doing, what's going on. We, we meet with every player in camp um, before they have an at-bat, before they throw an inning. And the only reason we, we do that is because I remember when I was in an AGM in Toronto, you know, guys, I remember, like, I'd walk – past guys in the hallway and say, Hey, how you doing? Good morning, this and that. And then like that afternoon, you're getting a call from the agent saying, Hey, my guy wants to know where, where he stands, what's his role. And I kept thinking to myself, why the guy just walked by me and not ask, you know? So I started thinking and started doing it in Toronto. Let's just pull everybody in at the beginning of camp, sit them down. Here's the game plan. You know, you're, you're slated. You're competing for this spot. You're not going to make team, whatever it might be, but at least everybody goes into camp and it's not like we're doing it after they went 0 for 4 or they had a bad outing. We're doing it before they even played. And then we ask them questions. They get to ask us questions, but at least everyone knows where they stand. So that takes up a good chunk of time. And then once the game starts, you're just constantly evaluating and starting to, to cut down to 26. That's fascinating. Do you ever you really say to guys you're likely not making the team? Yeah, I mean, look, certain guys that you know are just here. They're young guys. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, like, sometimes it'll be like, look, there's waves of cuts, right? Look, you might be on the first wave of cuts. Don't read into it, right? Because everybody reads into everything. Oh, did they not like me? Did I do something wrong? You know, if you're a young guy who was in high A last year and you're in your first spring training, it might be like, hey, spend time around Sean Murphy or, hey, spend time around Charlie Morton or, right. you know, whatever, or spend time around, you know, when Wash was here, whoever it was, just – experience it but look you're likely going to be on the first wave of cuts i just think as as direct and as transparent as you yeah. can be um you know guys won't necessarily always appreciate or enjoy hearing the truth and they may not like it and they may not like you but hmm. at least if you feel like you shoot them straight at least from my standpoint you put your head on the pillow at night it is what it is and you know guys that are competing they're competing but i think you want to explain ahead of time like i don't want when it's time for them to get sent down uh, that it's like, whoa, I didn't see this coming. Right. Or you didn't tell me this could happen. Like, hey, you have options. You might get options. You're out of options. So if you don't make the team, we're putting you on waivers. So I'd rather put it all out on the table ahead of time. I mean, we're not trying to be glass half empty, but I'd rather just be completely straight. Or let's say we sign a minor league free agent. Hey, when we signed you, we told you you're competing for this spot. We're just reiterating that to make sure, you know, there's no ambiguity and so on. I just, I think – we take it for granted that, like, imagine if you were a player and you're sitting here and you're showing up every day and everybody wants to know where they right. stand. Everybody wants to know what the outlook is. And they may not like it. And at least at that moment in time when they hear it, if they don't agree with something, 
they can come out and speak, and we can have a conversation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in there. The coaches are in there. Let's put it all out on the table before you end up hitting the field. It's the old adage with a boss. If your employee is surprised by getting fired, you probably were a bad boss. Like, you should, you know, right. know, know at leading up, you know, where you stand. Real quick here, Alex Anthopoulos with us from spring training. As honest as you could be about a guy in his car thinking about what what are some stories that you think will be fascinating as this roster gets put together that you're watching the same way a guy who's reading about the Braves and listening about the Braves every day as well. What are the things you're watching? Yeah, so we just had a – so we do – you know, obviously we meet with the players one-on-one, but before we do that, all the coaches that are in camp, so the minor league coaches that are here, the big league coaches are here, because 60 players are in camp. So the major league staff is not enough to cover all the bullpens and the hitting and everything else and the defensive work. You need a lot of staff. So we get all the staff together, the trainers and so on, and we review – all 60 players in camp because they're not the ones signing these guys in the winter or bringing them in or what our thoughts and plans and if there's things we want to see or work on and talk about. So um, we ultimately came away with, look, the battles in spring training are pretty much going to be who's going to be the fifth starter. How's that, how's that going to work out and what the implications would be with whoever we choose. This is all, of course, assuming health. And then you know, in reality, uh, the last two spots on the bench, who are those guys going to be? And I know that's, I think it's a good thing that we don't have a ton of spots open, a ton of competition. That means you're a pretty established team and, a, and a, a good team. So, look, some of that might take care of itself because guys get hurt or, you know, don't perform and, and so on. But, I mean, I would say the number one thing to watch will be that fifth starter spot because we've got a lot of really talented young arms. The depth of our farm, the depth of our young talent is on the mound, and that's by, by design. Um, and, um, look, we had Bryce Elder with an all-star, and he's competing, you know, so yep. – it's a, it's a really good spot to be in. And the notion of some hard-throwing arms in the bullpen, maybe more so than late last year, more depth out there. I know you've talked about not giving Snit enough sometimes down the stretch. You're not going to learn that now, but you certainly didn't have a vision for the bullpen that's a little different from last year. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, you know, there's an adage that if you only have one left-hander in the bullpen, you have none because you're going to end up using him so much and you're, you're going to kill him. So, and... You know, I feel bad for AJ Minter. He's been phenomenal for us, but he's you know he's had a ton of appearances the last two years. And one, he's so good. But you know, we just Dylan Lee got hurt. We didn't have the left-handed depth, and there's so many great left-handed hitters in our league that you can't use AJ Minter every day. You have to give him rest, and you can get exposed. So we definitely stocked up on left-handed guys in the bullpen. And again, like Nick can only do with what I give. You know, if I don't give him a good bullpen. You know, I know fans might get upset or whatever, but, like, to me it comes down to the GM. If I don't give him good relievers, he can only do so much. So I tell him all the time, too. You know, I'll say I, I apologize or this or that. And he, he's great about it. He doesn't complain. He rolls with it. Uh, but he's the one who's got to go face the media at the end of each day. Or there, There's days where guys are down because we use them three days in a row. But I think depth of the bullpen is critically important. It'll keep guys fresh, keep guys healthy. And because our offense is so strong, even if you're down a run or two, you still want to have good relievers to keep the game at two to three runs so you can come back. So I made the mistake years ago where I was like, ah, oh, you know what? We have four good late inning relievers. That'll end up being enough. And it burned us because they can't pitch every game. And there's other times that we're going to be behind that we want to keep the game close. I hope the bullpen is improved this year. It's such a big part of winning now World Series. Uh, it's not as much as it is about starting pitching. Mike, don't get me wrong. We still need great starting pitching. 
but you're going to go to your bullpen more frequently, more often than you ever have in baseball. It's just the way the game play is played now. And that is why last year, you know, we weren't able to, able to do that because the starting pitching didn't give us a mm-hmm. chance. And I didn't think that this team and Snit wanted to have one of those bullpen starts, you know, where uh, you're throwing a guy out there and hopefully it gives you two good innings. Right. That that is you know that's an anomaly that that's not how you win World Series but I do think and we've seen it with the night shift you have to have a solid bullpen right and Aaron Bummer we talked about and some of the other pieces they brought up in the interview that they've added so like it certainly looks like and again that as you said that uh, the night shift was unbelievable that's one for the ages and now you know Tyler Matzik hopefully he's got you know again. If he can get back to anywhere near that form, that would be part of it. But Jared Kelnick, about the only real question marks is because we haven't really seen him up close and personal in left field. Yeah, I hope the kid rakes, man. He can right. hit. Uh, if he's got the confidence that you know he came in with, he, he's going to be fine. Mike, what do we got coming up in Guy Talk? Hey, man, got a bunch of stuff for you, a potpourri of Guy Topics. Uh, we always feel you know Atlanta doesn't get uh, the respect it uh, deserves nationally. Well, what if I told you there's another guy in another city that feels the same way? And it's a former NBA legend. I'll explain that. Also, um, Daytona 500. Uh, it's NASCAR season, boys. Tell you what's going on down there. The twin races tonight to set the field and qualify. And a Falcon fan favorite and a legend from the 70s passes away. We'll talk about it. Yeah, buddy. Hope everybody's having a decent day out there. I got to tell you, it was beautiful driving up here. I had the top down today, Carl. Feeling good. Listen to some social distortion. Meanwhile, Carl's chopping logs like Paul Bunyan back at his house because of Georgia Pine just went whammy on his uh, fence. Yeah, it did, man. I, again, I don't know. I didn't hear anything overnight. But this tree, as I looked at it, Mike, because all the squirrels were out there like, thanks. I guess it had pine needles, yeah. and it was. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Dead inside, so it cracked from an area, uh, because, you know, it's just 30 feet, 40 feet, whatever it is. I don't know. Kind of like the Kardashians, dead on the inside. Yeah, and uh, so that allowed it to just crack and and kill my fence. Uh, But uh, listen. I'm a man. I put it back together. I feel good about myself today. Night. Look at you, man. Yeah, I, I got one of those PVC fences, man. So, like, this thing, it's like Legoland. Just pull the slot out, put another one in. Uh, knock okay, wood. okay. Knock wood. Uh, well, knock, actually, knock whatever that stuff's made out of, PVC stuff. Uh, a couple of things. Sad news for Falcon fans of a certain age, and I never got to see the man play in his prime, but uh, my old partner on the radio, Bo Bach, used to tell me the stories about the Grits Blitz and the Falcons, those great teams, and Steve Bartkowski, you know, could never find a way to win back-to-back seasons. The Cowboys would always seem to have their number in the playoffs, but they were such a fun team to watch, as certainly, certainly for a guy like Captain Crazy. Uh, Fulton Kuykendall, guys, passed away at age 70 today. Uh, news coming out. AJC Steve Hummer has got a nice article and a write-up on it. Just a, I mean, just a balls-to-the-wall, old-school linebacker throwing his body around. And unfortunately, Carl, according to his wife, 
uh, CTE and dementia. Wow. They think it's CTE. He's been suffering from dementia for a number of years. Going to donate his brain to that Boston University study for traumatic brain injury amongst former NFL players. Uh, but uh, this guy, from what I've seen, and there's some great highlights of it, but Fulton Kuykendall was that old-school 70s when they, they were just clobbering people back at old Fulton County Stadium. You needed tough guys. And when I say tough, it's a different level of toughness because those guys didn't miss Mike. They played with broke fingers, right. uh, broke broke arms. I mean, it, that was literally the tape it up and let's go era. And um, incredible player. Uh, I did not see him play either. You know, I've talked about my father being from Griffin and growing up a Falcons fan, so I'm sure he'd have some thoughts on him, but I did not get a chance to see him play. Hey, man, over in Alabama, we've been talking so much about Georgia, and uh, I believe ours is State Bill 386. Senate voted to pass it. It's going to go to the House for more debate. So we're going to wait and see where this one goes. Usually these things kind of die on the vine here in Georgia. Meanwhile, over in Alabama, Alabama. I'm a H- big fan of a happy end. We are all are, Steve. Uh, HB 151, uh, it's a constitutional amendment authorizing the state lottery, casino, gambling, and sports betting. Wow. Passed in their version of the House. It'll go to their version of the Senate. Uh, so, again, I mean, imagine if everybody in the South has got sports gambling or some form of it, and we're sitting here with our wingding in our hand on this one. There are 38 states who have legalized gambling. There are 12 who don't. Mm. We're one of them. So I'll just put it to you that way. 38 of the 50 have legalized gambling. Ugh. It's just so good. <laughs> it's fun. Matter of fact, going to Vegas, uh, I'll be going to Vegas tomorrow morning. And can't wait. The Falcons, it depends on the sports book. I think the, the, I saw a 35 to 1 right now. Mm, I'll you know? take it. Yeah. I like 33 to 1, but I'll take 35 to 1. 35 to 1? I yeah. mean, heck yeah, man. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah. higher the better, baby. So, yeah, I'm listening, just for you kids at home 33 times 500. That's $16,500. Man can dream, can't he, Carl? What room in your house will be repaired or furnished if you cash that? That would be the bathrooms. Again, I've got two. I bought this house. Uh, the downstairs, the, the, the half bath, Carl, yeah. is very rock and roll. They did a nice job with it, the previous owners. I've got some cool artwork in there. But the upstairs bathroom in our master looks like Caesar's Palace, 1997. <laughs> Wallpapered. Well, no, it just, yeah, it just, yeah, it's got the big lights. <laughs> It looks like Miss my. Uh, it looks like Miss Piggy's dressing room in the Muppet Show. You know yeah. what I mean? It need it needs some work. You know, I got the old. Sh- I, I just the inconvenience of having your house tore up for a month because I got some neighbors that did it, and it just seemed like man, they had, they had uh, trucks out there for literally like six weeks. Yeah, I did it. You know? I, mean, I know I, you did it. I, I know. I, I know. I, I listen. It, and and we did mm. it. We started in 2019. COVID hit. Right. People didn't want to come to the house, so it ended up being a project, and not because they didn't want to work, but you know how that was. I mean, people right. were like, oh, everybody was was afraid and having workers at your house. So it turned mm-hmm. into what should have been about a two-month deal because it was a right. complete tear-out and rebuild to eight months. Right. So, yeah. you know, that that was the whole Antonio story. Like, we had another crew that had to come in and finish the the the, uh, yeah. the bathroom. Yeah, I wish I wish I could do the you know the home fix it stuff. I my wife grew up on a farm, and you guys would laugh. You'd be you'd be shaming me if you saw some of this stuff. Like, hey, Becky, put that together. Like, we had one of the uh, big umbrellas got crushed by the uh, storm we had a few weeks back, so the new one just came. Got like LED lights in it. I'm like, so uh, you gonna put that together, Beck? So. <laughs> She, she will. She will. No, it's got like lights. So it's got like little lights underneath the thing. So it'll yeah, be nice, yeah. you know. But yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. She knows what she's. She knows what she's doing. Hey, uh, one last note about the, the South here. Uh, north of us in Tennessee, in an effort to combat uh, drinking and driving, uh, there's a bill working its way to the Tennessee legislature to ban cold beer sales in the state. 
What? The, the idea being that if you go grab a cold six-pack from your package store or, you know, a quick trip or whatever, some, some knuckleheads are going to pop one right there in their rig and start pounding and then hit a tree or something or well, worse. Well, that usually does happen, though. I mean, right. like, like that's, that, that's what my dad did. Well, I know. my <laughs> look, Different time. I don't want to get mothers against drunk driving. I mean, no, different, I'm just saying. Guys I mean, the, would get, get I mean, a, you know, dad would get a beer and he'd right. open it in the car. The, my, my dad's. My dad's old 442. The door weighed 700 pounds. Okay, I mean it was back then. You you would go through an, uh, an 18 wheeler. Okay, but my yeah, the old man. We have the styrofoam cooler. We'd be driving to the Indy 500 or Daytona, and my dad would be like, "Grab me another soldier." You know, you get the shape for the pull top. I reach back, hand him another beer. Road trips are measured by how many beers the old man drank. Yeah, I that and that you know again that I know different times. Yes, but right. that was the norm. Like that that's a weird law that they're trying to enact there only because I don't think that most people right. do that now. 21.5% of fatal traffic accidents in Tennessee in 19. This is from an article I'm reading from the Tennessee and involved yeah. alcohol use. Okay. And so they, they feel that, you know, if you've got the cold beer in your hand, see, the package store is going to say, wait a minute, you're going to put us out of business for crying out loud. I mean, that's so obviously their lobby. Don't worry, guys. Their lobbyists will fight and this thing will die in the second, the, the second chamber of Tennessee's legislature. Even if you have like a 10% beer, you got to have a couple of them before you get impaired. Right. Most people are not. I'm not advocating for drinking while driving. Right. I'm just saying for this law to being time spent on it seems right. like maybe better use. Thing. Well, I mean, like if you're Vince Neal and Motley Crue and you're already wasted, you go to the liquor store and get more stuff. I mean, that's, you know, then you're going to go wreck and cut a car in half. But, yeah, I, I get it. But anyway, they're, they're running that up the flagpole up there in, in Tennessee. Speaking of driving to NASCAR races, the great American race, Carl, Sunday. We got the Daytona 500. Uh, tonight, it is the Blue-Green Vacations Duel. This is how they set the field. They've already had their qualifying as far as straight speed, but uh, they'll set the rest of the field uh, tonight in Daytona. And uh, some of the odds-on favorites are some of the usual suspects. Ryan Blaney, who's the defending champion. I was just looking at some of the numbers right now. Brad Keselowski, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Joey Logano. And Chase Elliott right now is at 14-1. to 1. So wow. if you want to get, again, what am I telling you? I don't think many bookies are taking NASCAR action, but if you can find a place online, have at it, my brother. Yeah. I. Um, are you surprised, Logano? Are you, I know we uh, talked about Logano. Yeah, I mean, all, you, all the guys who run well at Daytona and then have won there, I mean, you could expect those guys to, to be, have like sort of low, smaller odds. Bubba Wallace is kind of a long shot, 20 to 1. He's always run well in restrictor plate races if you want to take a flyer on him. But uh, we'll see how it goes uh, tonight. Is he talking about who's driving too fast in the neighborhood? Oh, geez. Is he uh, is he still driving for the Jordan team? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. He's still okay. doing his thing, man. So hopefully, uh, again, I, I love I do like NASCAR. I mean, I, I lose interest, but uh, we do have the Atlanta race coming up the week after, by the way, and hopefully the weather will be great. I know a lot of people wait to see what the weather's like before they head to AMS, but you could do the AMS marketing people a favor and buy your tickets now. Hey, some other stuff that's happening out there. Vern Lundquist, his final Masters. I think most people saw this one coming. He's done 39. This will be Masters number 40 for the – I love Vern. I don't know anybody can have a beef with – he's like the Yoda of sports. Anyway, he turns 83, Carl, and this will be his last chance to be in that stand, overlooking 16, calling the sixth green, of course, and obviously the great calls from Vern. A couple, of course, going back to Jack in 86. You know, and uh, yes, sir. And then the one that we all remember is the Nike logo sits there as the ball's on the lip, and then Tiger rolls it in. In your life! So, you know what, Chris? If we can, I don't know if he's doing much media. Vern used to have an apartment here in Atlanta. Remember, Carl, when he was he doing did. the SEC on CBS? Did, yeah. Maybe we can track down Vern before they crank it up at the Masters. I love that dude. I mean, I just, I know there's always some college fan that would say, yeah, he had it, he had it in for us. Like, well, 
Okay, maybe I think Gary Danielson did. I don't think Vern did necessarily. <laughs> uh, speaking of Vern, just likes that fun. Right. Man. And speaking of having it uh, in for you, uh, we always feel when we're doing well, like Atlanta, we can't catch any breaks because there's like some you know immediate guys with their agenda. They don't like the tomahawk chop and all that crap, and they they, they make that cloud their judgment. Then you got things like Ozzy Albie's MLB ranked the second baseman. He wasn't even in the top ten. He's like I mean, he's like the third at best. At the, at the lowest, he'd be the third best. But I always feel sometimes Atlanta doesn't get the, the, the credit we deserve. Well, color in Brad Doherty, and he feels the same way because unless you've noticed, and based on ESPN's coverage, you haven't, Cleveland Cavaliers are the hottest team in the NBA. Yeah. 38, uh, 36 and 17 on the season, going in the All-Star break, second, tied for the fourth-best record in the league. And Brad says, if this was the Knicks, you'd be seeing it all night on Center. He says, it's Cleveland, and we're getting screwed here. He's right. And uh, Donovan Mitchell has been, you know, a spark. Listen, we thought this was going to happen. At least I did when he got traded. Mm. And then they struggled in the playoffs last year. They're young, talented. Remember, we beat them a couple of seasons ago in the play-in. Right. Right? And then they traded for Mitchell. That's a, that is a fun, young, talented team, Mike. So um, that's not a fluke. They're playing great right. right now. And I'm curious. Now, you talk about the East, right? We talked about the Knicks. We talked right. about, obviously, the Celtics who are – at the top of the conference, but the Cavs do not sleep. And I'm with Brad Doherty. This should be a bigger story, but he's right. They don't get the respect. Oh, and by the way, if you run your team right, you're not in the luxury tax. Cleveland <laughs> is zero dollars and zero cents in the penalty for those that follow the NBA. They drafted hey, they drafted great. Bingo. That's yeah. it. We're flat. We just needed to compete more. The weather we <laughs> left early for the break. Now they left a slow oh, pace. Yeah, they left early for the break. This is our new thing from Chris. It's now the Nate Quinn mashup. It's the Quate. It's the Quate mashup. Hey, real quick, for guys who love video games, and we love that EA Sports College football game. And obviously the O'Bannon lawsuit put it on hold for a while. The one I loved, remember the one where you could take take a Heisman quarterback and put him on your team? Yeah. Remember the commercial with uh, Les Miles? You, know, you were like a son to me talking to the, the uh, Tiger mascot because uh, he was using Robert Griffin III as an LSU quarterback. Well, anyway, EA Sports is coming back. The uh, the spot just launched today. I put it up there at Mike Bell ATL. Uh, so, yeah, it, it said, it, yes, it's really happening coming this summer. Full reveal in May. Hashtag CFB25. Can't wait. That's awesome. I mean, it's a shame that it came to this and that we had to wait. Right. But players and their image and likeness being misrepresented, Mike. Uh, so all of that's kind of been resolved. Yeah, so gonna we're, we're going to be ready to go. Players get a piece. And uh, I think Georgia fans, everyone's seeing all the details of Ugga and even like you know, Ugga in his doghouse. All the stuff that's going in, this is going to be bananas. Yeah, that's great. Hey, man, great job. This hour is brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Coming up, special teams coordinator Marquise Will- Williams. He sat down with Mike and I and talked all things about what this team is for, as far as special teams, what, what we could do better. Stay right there. You'll hear it coming up as part of our Falcon Report. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 